0: Yeah, it's your girl Samantha, and it's my podcast, naturalize So <laughs> it is October the nineteenth, and it is ten thirty at night. And I know I already po- posted a podcast today, but I just felt like I needed to do another one because I have—I just want to have girl talk, <laughs> and I don't got a no way to talk to, so I be talking to y'all. Okay, so. <laughs> What'd you go through and what'd you grow through, you know? So tonight I taught Bible study. And um, I've been teaching Bible study for, what, about three semesters now? Oh, we on four. I think we on, it's our fourth semester maybe. I think. It's a while because I don't really remember how long I've been teaching it because they won't let me get a break. They're like, no, we want you to continue to be our facilitator. We want you to continue to teach it. And I like teaching it. So it's not like they asking me to do something I don't want to do. So, um, I was teaching that tonight, and actually, I had told them what the Holy Spirit told me when I was in Tulsa, which was I'm not going to be facilitating a B group any longer after this semester. This semester ends in December, right before Christmas, and it started three, four weeks ago. I can't remember. Um, so the Holy Spirit just told me that I'm no longer gonna be teaching a B group for this specific church because it's virtual and he is looking for me to build community um in person. And he was just like, I'm not saying you can't go to the church because you know they walk they they aired on YouTube and stuff like that, but he was just like, I need you to follow up on that goal that we had set this year, which was he told me early in the year that he needed me to be looking for a local church and um, because it's going to not only just feed me, but feed my children as well. And I'm going to be able to have that community that is needed whenever I need someone or I'm looking to develop certain friendships, my children are looking to um, develop certain friendships. And so, um, yeah, he was like, we need to do that by the end of the year. So, He was like, the only way I know to put some pep in your step is to give you instructions that, hey, we're not facilitating a B group any longer after this semester. Because if I didn't say that, you would not be putting any sense of urgency into finding a church because I had started looking for a church. But I don't know. I just felt like I was kind of just like going to be another number there. And I would like to know my pastor and I would like for him to know me. You know, because it's not like I would just be attending the church just to attend the church. I'm actually looking to pour into a church, you know. So, um, I stopped attending that church, not because it was something wrong with it or nothing like that. It's just, I was just like, I don't think that's the church that I'm looking to be a part of because I just don't want to be another number. I want to actually be able to, um build community with someone knowing my name you know so I'm definitely putting that on my to-do list and I was telling my homegirl tonight as I was talking to her I was like um I think I'm just gonna start attending a church every Sunday until the end of the year because at least two of the um two of the Sundays I'll have the boys which means they'll be able to give me insight on how they feel The children area was for them because that's another thing that's a key component for me um that the children are being poured into because growing up in black church i don't know about y'all church but my black church baby if they didn't have nobody running children's church you was gonna sit in a congregation with your family and them kids don't be getting it from them big words they be using and it's not taught on their level, so they literally just attended church and just existing and that's what I'm trying to um to stop culture from doing well like our culture from doing like we have to be able to reach people where they currently are and you know not just feel like oh, they can just we can just omit them and they can just come and just sit with us or they can just exist like no we need to be it's a good thing that children are involved in church but we need to be pouring into them so that they're able to understand and so that they are able to know that God has a relationship um can have a relationship with them at such a young age and that he wants to use them now and not when they're 18 not when they have a job not when they're going to college not when they've graduated like literally like right now at the age of six or whatever case whatever age they are and if we don't have those resources available in churches then children would just keep existing and coming to Christ later on because it wasn't exposed to them on their level at an age where you know they they came to Christ um at a good age and developed a relationship at an earlier age versus going out to culture um blindsided and then coming to Christ later on you know we we, we want them to start their journey earlier so I need my children to be able to give me insight on the church that they're attending. So I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start actually this Sunday. So if you have a church in North Carolina and please don't let it be three hours away because I'm going to do that. (laughs) Um, and you want me to, you, you know, a good recommendation, please, please, please let me know. And, um, Because I'm definitely looking to be in a church by the end of the year. I feel like that's a decent time frame. Because we have four Sundays a month. Like, yeah, we have a good time. So, that's something I'm doing. And so, I'm not teaching Bible study group for my church anymore. But I have really enjoyed it. It has truly um, been a key component to how much faith I have now. How much drive I have now how much ambition I have for my podcast now how much um access I've been given because I've been faithful in that area literally being able to hear other people's story being able to see where they are individually on their walk with Christ but also being able to just be raw and just create that atmosphere where we say hey I know we're here learning about God but like um that's whatever God looks like for you okay like there's no one way there's no one one size fits all i mean there's no one yeah no one size fits all god can literally fit whatever size you wear he fits whatever size i wear well that's a one size fit all but y'all know what i'm trying to say no it's not you know what i mean like um god can literally just suit your situation the same way he can suit mine so whatever habits or things that you're looking to be set free from this is an environment where you can Talk about it because I'm 20,000% sure that you're not the only one dealing with it. So I'm just happy for like the things that taught me about myself, but also happy that it's ending, if that makes sense, because I'm so eager to find in-person community. Like I'm so ready to just be able to pour into a church that I'm physically able to be involved in, you know? And so I'm excited for that. So, that's what I was doing tonight. But then, I started thinking, (laughs) I started thinking, y'all, and when I start thinking, it gets a little silly, okay? But anyway, I was just thinking earlier, because I had posted um, a puffer jacket that I did yesterday um, for my merch. I'm in the process of dropping new merch um I did Favor Friday all of September where I dropped merch that I did for the week every Friday and I actually ended up selling out a week early cuz it was five Fridays in the month of September. I sold out completely on the 4th Friday. So shout out to y'all if you dropped I mean if you if you dropped a bag on that merch that I dropped. Shout out to you, yo. I appreciate you in more ways than you can ever imagine. And it's not even because you dropped a bag. It's because You saw me, and you value me enough to um, wear my merch and to represent my brand because when you put it on, all you're doing is just being yourself and, you know, just showing that you are who you are and you're owning who you are and you don't care what other people think because if you listen to this platform, then you know that that's what I'm all about. So I'm happy that if you um, drop the bag, I really appreciate it more ways than you could ever imagine, Okay. And so I'm dropping some heat <laughs> in a few weeks, but I didn't want to talk about my struggle today. I did the puffer or whatever and bad people was asking me like, "Are you dropping this? Um can we buy it now? Is it available now?" And y'all believe it or not, I am so hard on myself. It's so annoying because sometimes I sit and I'm just like, "Girl, what is wrong with you?" Like, "Why is that something you do 24/7?" Like, I will sit here and second guess myself and what I was just telling my homegirl. um dreamer shout out to dreamer y'all. I'm gonna probably shout her out like every podcast because we talk every day, and she actually in my B group, and she has been for the last four semesters. So shout out to her. Um, I think it's three or four. I can't remember, but anyway. Um, I was just telling her like I second guess myself so bad when it comes to the podcast stuff. Like, not really so much the episodes because I'm I'm so raw like when I say I'm so raw like this is me in real life like stuff I'm telling y'all up here on this podcast I'll tell anybody like in person like it's not no this isn't like a closet for me if that makes sense because you wouldn't be able to see my face because I don't have a visual content outside of TikTok um you can't see me in person. I mean, when I start doing more interactions with women in person, which is actually on my to do list. I told y'all that um the Holy Spirit had told me to start doing that, so I'm I'm working on that as well. But so you, this isn't a closet um some form of like hidden place where I feel secure um only here. No, like this is me in real life. Like the same way I get up here and talk that talk, I literally get it. I taught that same talk in person. So I have a hard time with the podcast stuff, but it's not the conversational part that I struggle with. It's the merch that I struggle with. And I don't know why. Like I was just telling Dream, I'm like, girl, I I sit and think like, dang, I want to drop this or dang, is this fire? Because I'd be like, dang, that's fire. Like my mom works so creative, it's so wild. But sometimes I'd be like, I just don't know if that's something I want to drop because like what if people don't buy it? Like what if people don't support it? And I'm still learning, like I'm still getting out of that era where I believe that that matters because I know it doesn't, but at the same time, I'm like, I just I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those human things. And I literally only second guess the podcast merch. Like not opening my own practice, not none of that. Like just the podcast merch, and I was just telling my homegirl like, I really feel like the devil knows that I second guess myself so much with this podcast stuff that he reminds me of like, hey, you don't know how that's gonna turn out. You say you don't know how that's gonna turn out, um, or whatever the case may be. Because imagine how many people will be set free if I continue to. Show up to this platform every day. Like, meaning every day, meaning be myself every day in real life. And then also creating content here on my podcast, but also my TikTok and all those things. Like, imagine if I didn't show up and do the things that I'm supposed to do. Like, how many other people would lose their faith or lose their drive or whatever the case may be? So the devil will try to remind me of these things because he's like, well, if I distract her and it causes her to shut down and she doesn't do all these great things that she's doing um it's not her that it's it's not even her that I'm trying to get to it's the people that she's snatching from culture like I got like four. what I have 48,500 followers on TikTok like that's not even to brag or anything like that because it's it's just to say like I don't I don't twerk I don't do none of that I don't smoke no weed on here. I don't talk about other people, like in a in a derogatory way, derogatory way, or or nothing. I literally just build people up, talk about Christian content, talk about my rawness on my own personal journey, and like forty eight thousand people, like forty eight point five, okay, like show up for me with me just being in that and that like as myself like what like yo you it's not even the devil ain't worried about little old me he trying to get everything that's attached to me because this one girl telling her story about how God has changed her life now she done recruited 48,000 other people no like he's not after me he's just like I'm not. I'm just gonna cause her to shut down. But I'm not even really after her. I'm after all those forty eight thousand that's listening to her every day, because if I close her one mouth, these people ain't gonna have nobody to look for. Ain't nobody gonna have. They not gonna be tuning in no podcast because ain't no podcast gonna be taking place. Therefore, all these people gonna revert back to culture, and I'm gonna have my way with them. So, literally, like, the devil would try to remind me when I start second-guessing myself, like, hey, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. woo woo And sometimes I'm just like, why am I so hard on myself about, you know, dropping this merch and stuff? And I even, like, sit and think, like, why are you so hard on yourself when you saw how crazy the merch went the first go-round? Like, I ain't disclosed of the lineup that I have coming out. But if you saw a pullover with something, baby, oh, you ain't seen nothing. Okay, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> like, nothing. So, it's kind of like, girl, like, it's only about to get better, but I need you to get out of your head and stop second-guessing yourself because, like, it is go time, okay? It is go time. So, I was just telling my homegirl tonight, like, I can't, I can't stand it and see another thing that. The devil would try to remind me is of my culture, (laughs) Um, people that I still interact with because you know it's okay to have relationships that with people that are not saved. It's okay, but um, because it's like majority of time for me, it's not most more so friends. It is some friends, though, but God has really, like, limited those in a very wild way. But some of them are still family. And um, it will, they will say things um, (laughs) and their answers will just have you looking at them like, did you just say that out loud, you know? And so I say that to say, like, y'all know my financial situation right now where I'm talking about the house, possibly going into foreclosure if we don't, if God doesn't um, send him the money by the 21st, which is in two days. Um, I was sitting and like, the devil would try to be like, yeah, you heard what your family said, like, yeah, you need to listen to them kind of thing. And I say that because um, I, I was... Go, I want to buy new merch to, to drop on the podcast. And I use Afterpay. If y'all don't use Afterpay, please do. Like, I mean, if you got the money to pay it right then, then, then do that. But if not, girl, get to sign up for the Afterpay, period. Um, I signed up for the Afterpay and I just made payments on it. The merch that I'm 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 going to order or whatever. And it can look like. You're using your money to buy merch, but you can't pay your bills. First of all, I I had to tell my grandpa, like, first of all, before you come out and talk so reckless, (laughs) before you talk reckless, $35 is not what the bank is asking for, okay? Like, four installs of $34 every two weeks is not what the bank is asking for and also i need you to understand that this is an assignment that god has called me to like this platform is my ministry like you know how some people are preaching in a church doing youth stuff or whatever the case may be this is that okay like this is me ministering to god's people his children and all that and i don't need i don't need you to try to make me feel as if i'm just buying clothes just to be buying clothes no And like you, yeah. Like when people say stuff like that, you'll start feeling like, well, maybe I shouldn't be buying that because I'm behind on my mortgage and stuff. God, know I'm behind on my mortgage. Like the bank know I'm behind on my mortgage. Even I know I'm behind on my mortgage. Like I know. But what I was telling myself was today, like I'm dropping this merch and I don't care. Like I don't care. Okay, because I know that this is an assignment that God has called me to do. Like my podcast. My merch that goes with my podcast. Like, people first thing folks gonna say is where you get that jacket from? That's what they all they all ask me that on TikTok. Where you get that jacket from? I'm gonna be like, oh, that's my jacket from my my merch line um, from my podcast. Oh, you got a podcast? What you talking about? Then boom, it's up from there. That's me saving another person, like exposing them to an atmosphere where maybe they felt like they didn't couldn't meet the requirements that came with Christ because other people have made them feel like this or feel like that. And now because they've encountered me and my journey and my um transparency and all of these things, they now want to tap in. So the merch is just an add on to, to, to access to God's kingdom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, this, this is how I promote, what I'm doing. So I am not gonna feel bad about like doing it because it's it's a way to reach people. Like it would be different if I was just like if I was just buying clothes just to be buying them. But I'm buying them with an intention being set on that this is gonna help me reach people. Like and not just that but like these are things that define who I am and things that I'm passionate about things I speak on on this podcast why would not why would I let my talent go to waste like I feel like God embarked me on embroidery years ago but I of course you don't get this revelation until now when you're doing it now for his glory um because now he knows he knew that I was gonna have a podcast and I was gonna need some merch and now I can keep the money in-house. Imagine me paying somebody else. Like, imagine me paying another company to do the work that I'm sitting here doing. You know, first of all, first of all, first things first. Do you know how many women are inspired by my talents and my gifts? For one, it allows them to um unlock and unleash what it is that they're good at. Because some girls really don't know. So the moment they see you doing it, they might be like oh, that's dope. I'm about to try to see if I can do something like that. But see, we live in a culture <laughs> where folks feel like folks is copying them. And that's why, you know, we, we developed this little like slight animosity towards people. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm here to change the perspective that culture has put out into the world, which is, oh, you can't, you can't do this to empower other women because the moment you do this to empower other women, they're going to get ahead. They're going to, they're going to find out things about themselves and they're going to be better than you. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. That's all bullcrap. Like that's all bullcrap. You could never be me because I'm me. It's only one Samantha Joe, just like it's one of you. And that's just, that's just, those are factual things. That's no, no, no cockiness, no nothing. Like, that's what makes you you if <laughs> like even twins are not the same, like you're literally your own self, like yeah, the self multiplied, but um you still you should like you're still you, and that's the beauty of like God being able to create us the way he created us, so you know, I'm just here to change the way culture thinks because it's just it it it's just causing division and all these things, you know, so I just say that to say, like, I'm going to put my merch out regardless because I know what I'm trying to put out into the world. And so I have to stop second guessing myself and stop allowing myself to believe that although these comments come from people who I love and people who want to see me win, Because it's not like my grandpa don't want to see me win. He wants to see me win. But he also knows that I have four boys. And he also knows that um, you need money to survive. And so he speaks from a standpoint of faith. But also of I get you're saying God told you this. But maybe you should do this. And so it kind of regulates a little ass fear. And I say that because it's not that everybody don't have faith over fear, okay? Everybody is not um, doing things that sound scary, um, even if it's been instructed by God. So I have to remember that. And so I have to stop letting these comments get to me because I know that I am in a season where God has called me to be in. And it does not involve making the money that nursing brought right now. Will it? Of course. Like I told y'all on the last podcast, I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family. And that's all no cocky stuff. That's just saying. Just mark it down and don't forget it. And um, I just want to be able to know that I just... I just want people to be able to know like I'm not a culture girl anymore. So I'm not reverting to culture no matter what it looks like. If God has given me specific instructions in this season, then that's what I'm gonna do. But I have to learn to stop second guessing myself. And um and I say that because it's a process, you know, like you don't you don't reach the top overnight. You're going to go through adversity. You're going to have troubles. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have moments where you're going to be like, are you sure it's going to pay off? Like, are you sure? And all this. And so I just have to stay anchored in knowing that this is a platform that God has called me to. Like God told me to start this podcast and God said we was getting rid of the blog and that this is what we were doing. And like, look how many people is, is, tapping in and like saying that I'm helping them on their journey and stuff like that so I have to be okay with not everybody understanding what's going on but also knowing that that can't deter me from the assignment that God has called me to in this season so I am um needing to get out of my head and stop letting other people make me feel as if I'm not doing what God has called me to do so I'm definitely still struggling with it but I'm one of those people too like um I'm gonna hear what you say like my grandpa listen my grandpa is definitely gonna tell me how he feels even if I don't ask for it and it's so funny because it's so funny because he's a white man (laughs) and I'm like You don't even understand this culture thing I'm talking about. Like, you don't even get it. But, um, so it's so funny. But, um, I'm just like, he's very honest. Sometimes when I'm like, I didn't ask for that. Like, I didn't even ask you for your opinion. Like, and you're just giving it out so freely. But, um, I have to just remember that it's okay. For people to say what they say, but I still have to do what God has called me to do in this time frame. And so, I know that my grandpa always reminds me of like, you don't need to be doing that. You need to be trying to figure out your finances and stuff. And I'm like, yo, like, dude, like, I didn't ask for this. Like, I didn't ask to quit nursing. I didn't ask to do any of this God called me here okay like i didn't sign up for this you know like this is just somebody told me I had to do like i'm for unfort- not unfortunately but like i'm not the i'm not the the manual for how we who gets what gifts who gets what assignments i i'm not in charge of that okay i didn't sign up for mine you didn't sign up for yours um so yeah you might not understand but like do I didn't sign up for this. So I say all of that to say like I'm not going to let my financial state be the reason why I don't drop merch because I'm gonna spend that $35 every four to like for four installments, okay? Period. Like I'm I'm just gonna do that, okay? And it don't gotta make sense to nobody else, that's totally fine. Like that's totally fine. And yes, I know we are facing a very big giant, but my god is so much bigger, like so much bigger, and it all things work for the good of those who, who serve the Lord and who love the Lord and all of that. So I'm just one of those. So I'm not really worried about how this going to go. Like, I mean, of course, I'm curious to know, like, how this is going to go. But what I'm saying is I have such peace just knowing that I'm in good hands. It's not like even if it doesn't work in my favor, which I pray it does. But even if it doesn't, it's not like God just was like, hey, this ain't for you and I'm out. No, like, God's not gonna leave my side or just abandon me because something didn't turn out in my favor. Um, But I do know, like, it's in those moments where you feel like you should 2nd guess yourself or you should quit. It's in those moments where God is like, I just wanna know if you're gonna push through. Like, are you gonna push through? Because pain produces purpose. And yeah, you're going through some some painful things right now. Um, But... Are you going to continue to do the work that I told you to do? Like in this season, God literally was like, we're doing merch. Like we're doing merch because this podcast needs to be formulated some kind of like revenue. And um, it's because it's a reward that comes with me being faithful to the assignment that God has called me to serve in. So it's like this is your this is you letting your light shine. Like I'm letting your light your this is your light shining by you putting out this merch and You're going to, you know, create revenue from that. Um, This is your ministry, you know, and I don't know if you know, um, but my overall goal is to one day have a nonprofit for black women um, to be able to come and ask for help with their mortgage, their rent, their daycare, their gas, their light bill, groceries, whatever, whatever it is. And that they don't have to water down their, they don't have to water down their situation or make their situation more drastic than what it currently is. Because oftentimes we go to these places and we have to meet all these criterias. And if you don't meet that criteria, then your case isn't severe enough to be granted, you know, a resource. And I'm, I'm tired of that. And um, it's not fair because everybody's situation is different. And even if yours is not as severe as someone else's, who cares? It's still severe for you because you're the one having to endure that. So I'm going to be a resource for black women where they could come and ask for assistance as many times as they would like um, without feeling like they have to lie about their situation or make it more drastic than what it currently is and I feel like it's so many people in these positions who have not been in these places before and so God is like um God is like we're about to endure all the things that you're going to be able to do for women who have been in your shoes because the thing about it is we we don't really understand people's pain and people's frustration and people's like hurt and stuff until we are in their shoes so it's going to be hard for someone to come and tell you their story and you have not been able to relate because I can definitely say that there's a thing there's a difference between empathy and sympathy like it's one thing for you to be able to um like just Say hey, yeah, I know how you're feeling. Although I didn't experience it, I I can only imagine. Versus you saying, "Dang, girl, I've been in that situation, and I know exactly what you're feeling." And so, God is like, I need you to be exactly in those situations, so these, so you know that when I start sending these people, um, you know what they're feeling because some of these people are going to be in such a vulnerable state of mind that. They're going to need to confide in somebody, but they're going to need to confide in someone who truly can give them what they're they're needing in that moment. And it's because it's not easy getting up here telling y'all that my home is um, facing foreclosure for the second time. Hell, it won't easy talking about it the first time. Then it's not easy getting up here telling y'all that my house has been, I mean, that my cars was possessed. It's not, it wasn't easy telling y'all that the Holy Spirit called me out of nursing where I was literally making all this money. To go to school for massage therapy to open up my business for me to not um even be booked completely each month. So it's not easy, you know, saying these things. And it's because we feel like, well, if your God was this, why are you, why are you having to endure such things? Because it's in those moments where God is building your character. It's in those moments God is allowing you to see certain things about yourself that you need to change. It's in those moments that God is trying to do a work in you. And so, um, when God starts sending me these women who confide in me about what it is they're facing or enduring, I'm going to be able to understand. Okay. I'm going to be able to know that all oh, my lights have been cut off before. I know exactly where you're feeling. My car has been repossessed. Oh, I know exactly where you're feeling. Oh, you don't have money to buy your kids winter clothes. Oh, I know exactly where you're feeling. Like these have been me before, but God has been providing in ways that I could never even imagine. And so, I'm going to be able to say, hey, I can relate to what you're feeling. And when you can relate to what people are feeling, that is a total different ball game. Because not only are you rooting for me, but I get to hear your testimony on how God did it for you. So if he did it for you, he would do it for me. So that is my long term goal to where black women can come and ask for assistance. Um, no matter how many times they need it because i know how many times i have felt, fallen on hard times in this year of me being faithful literally serving god <laughs> like serving god y'all like not culture but god some people out here serving culture and, and and falling on hard times but like i'm serving god and still falling on hard times but if you ain't ever read the the, the book of job in the bible how job Oh, the devil was like, oh, I'm gonna go after Job. I, I'm and my well, he was like, um, the the Bible, and Jesus was like, well, have you considered my my faithful servant Job? Because the devil was like, oh yeah, I'm just looking for somebody to taunt and mess up their life. He's like, oh, well, have you considered my 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 faithful servant Job? And if you haven't read the book of the Bible about Job, like the devil literally killed all of his kids, killed all, Job was a wealthy man, killed all of his kids, killed killed took all of his cattle, all of his money everything everything literally even gave um job like wounds like he had sores on his body and all of these things and literally he wanted he wanted job to curse god saying like like just job's wife even like endured so much like suffering watching him suffer that she was like will you just curse god and die and he was like, I'm not doing that by cursing God. I don't care whatever he takes from me. I don't care whatever he takes from me. I'm not never doing that. And in the end, because Job was faithful to God, even after what he was enduring, God gave him that back plus more. So, you know, like, I'm going to be able to show these women like, hey, <laughs> like, you know, it, it's okay. Like, I'm going to be able to give them my testimony and be able to, like, just minister to them and show them like, hey, you know, I've been there before and like right now even when I'm going through like you know I'm just kind of like you don't fall on hard times just one time like you fall on hard times multiple times depending upon the season that God has you in and imagine you literally out here serving God like myself and you can't even pay your mortgage and your kids literally like you, you you got kids and you don't know where your help gonna come from you don't know where the money gonna come from For you to be able to stay where you're staying at. And you're literally out here chasing God. Why wouldn't I want to be a resource for somebody like that. When I've already been in that situation myself. Like no. Like I'm about to be a resource for women. Black women to come and be able to. Literally tell their story and say hey sis I just need some help. It's no gigs, No gigs, and no gimmicks. Like I'm not asking you to do nothing. Like you might one requirement that I'm thinking I might have is you literally might just have to volunteer one time. Like each time you need assistance, that counts as one time volunteering. Whatever it is, you sign up. If we have an event, it's like, hey, you have to volunteer for this event. That's it. That's it. Like that's it. That's all. That's it. And and imagine like you volunteering for such a Organization as that. It's just you living in your truth saying, hey, I was one of the ones that fell on hard time. And I don't care what you think about it. I was here to get a res, she was a resource for me. I got fixed what I needed to get fixed. And now I'm giving back to her ministry by just showing up and volunteering for whatever it is she needs me to volunteer for. Like she ain't asking for no money back. She ain't asking for you to enlist. She ain't asking for no organs. Like she ain't asking for none of that. Just volunteering. Like. You know, so, but I'm just so excited for the people who are going to, the women who are going to be able to come and just be vulnerable. And that's what God was just telling me. He was just like, I'm going to need you to endure some of the things that some of these women who I'm going to be sending to you have endured and are enduring because it hit different when you can relate to them. And so I need you to know and understand what it feels like to be in some of those moments so that when these people come to you you are able to you know connect with them on a deeper level because it's in these moments that people lose their faith it's in these moments where people like oh no I gotta go back to that job that God told me to quit because I gotta pay a bill it's in those moments of endurance and hardship that people fold and if I'm telling you my journey my story about how I sustained in some of the hardest seasons of my life that will be able to keep you anchored. And imagine me like me being a resource, like like, for instance, like the bank don't care about nothing I got going on. Nothing. The bank don't care about it. They just want their five thousand five hundred and fifty four dollars and sixty eight cents by the 21st. OK, that's all they want. They don't care that I had a mental breakdown before it is. Before I started this podcast, before I got saved, they don't care that I got saved. They don't care that my grandma died. They don't care that my car got taken. They don't care my house flooded. They don't care nothing about it. Nothing about that. They want their money. So imagine having somebody like myself who's able to give you the moments where you just want somebody to care. Like imagine me being that person where you say, I just need somebody to care and I need somebody to be a resource. So you come to me and you say, hey, this is my situation. I need money for this and I need you to be a resource for me. But I also need to tell you about it because I need to tell somebody. And then I, you realize that I can relate to what you're talking about. So now it's literally a sisterhood. It's not even you're talking to a regular person anymore. It's like, dang, this is my sister. Like, She's telling me some of the most rawest things about herself and she's encouraging me and literally being a resource for me because she wants me to thrive. So then I just got my cares out of the way. I just needed somebody to care and I need somebody to provide the funds for me. So that's out of the way now. So now I can take the funds to the bank because all the bank care about is the funds. They don't care about the emotions. They don't care about of that. They just want their money. So if you have somebody who's a resource for you that can you can cast your cares on, cast your burdens on, so you don't have to tote that stuff by yourself, I could pray with you. I can have faith with you. I can have all that. And then I can cut you a check for you to take to the bank because all the bank wants is their money. It's a win-win. Like, it's a win-win. And so in the end, I'm going to have a nonprofit where folks are going to be able to come and get them some help and feel like they don't have to revert back to their comfort zone in a place where God has called them that is uncomfortable because it's only temporary and although we don't know when seasons end we don't let me say it again we don't know when seasons end (laughs) because like I'm like gosh where's the money you know but um I'm just thankful for what I do have in this season and I know God is just trying to trust me with a little and then he's gonna trust me with a lot and I'm ready for that. I'm so excited Um, because it's just not even me being able to house the money for myself. It's so much I want to do with the money, and I'm excited to know that it's all going to glorify God. It's all going to allow people to come back to christ and just know that in those toughest moments where you feel like you don't have anybody god is going to send somebody like myself to be a resource for you to help you in those moments where you thought this is the end for me and god's like nah this is just the beginning you didn't even know i created samantha in this season sometime some years ago and um i prepped her to be a resource for you when i knew you were going to be facing this five years later so i cannot wait for that i'm excited and I'm just eager to stay in the ball game because this is not even just about me. Like this is deeper than me. Like it's pe- it's thousands of people. Like I checked the analytics um, for the podcast with probably like probably, probably three weeks ago now. Three weeks ago, um, because a brand reached out to me to do some content for them, and they needed the analytics. And that was the first time I checked the analytics since I started the podcast. And it's because I really didn't care about the analytics. I still don't care about the analytics. I haven't checked the analytics again. Um, it's just I don't really care about that. I just know that I'm being obedient by doing the podcast like the Holy Spirit told me to. So, um, But I'm just saying like with the TikTok followers and the people here, it was like almost 6,000 people um tapping into the podcast which is dope because it's only been available for a year um so shout out to that shout out to y'all for tapping in and tuning in I really appreciate y'all and I love y'all so freaking much y'all don't even really understand shout out to y'all because y'all so daggone dope period um but it's just not deep it's just deeper than me this this isn't just for me this is for people who are chasing after god unconditionally people who need um a sister who can keep it raw hot (laughs) hot humble open and transparent with them letting them know like baby this walk ain't easy okay (laughs) it ain't easy but also knowing they have somebody that they can confide in and um knowing that it's somebody out here who's literally being honest about the things they face on their journey with Christ, because there's so many people out here pretending to be Christians that, and they're making us look bad. And that's why people are like, well, if they're doing that as Christians, I might as well just stay in culture because it ain't looking too different. So um, I'm just happy to know that um, it's just deeper than me. That's what makes me show up every day knowing that, Hey, it's people out here checking for me. It's people out here um, looking for a word to get through their day from me you know like so many people say i hear god speaking through you like the holy spirit was speaking to me through you like that's so dope especially y'all know the stuff that used to come out of my mouth like y'all y'all can hear it on some like episodes before like my cousin has gotten better it's gotten way better but um we still working on it and um hopefully let's 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 have a go by the end of the year that we no longer cuss let me. Yeah, I need to say that as a goal. I need to put that on a sticky note on my on my mirror that I don't have. I don't cuss anymore by the end of the year because it's about that time. But um, some of the stuff that used to come out of my mouth, child, was not God pleasing. Okay, was not in God's image and did not glorify God. So it's just amazing to know that the same mouth that used to speak um, provocative and nasty and all these wow things um, is the same mouth that people hear the Holy Spirit coming out of now because I chose to stop being transformed to the pattern of this world and be transformed by the renewing of my mind and so the same way that that access is given to me it is given to you and all you have to do is pray and confess with your mouth that you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and you will be saved so if that's something you want to do, all you have to do is say, Heavenly Father, I just ask that you come into my heart and that you forgive me of all my sins and that I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that I believe you have died for me and that you will give me another chance and that I am now allowing you to take control of my life. It can be something simple just as that. Amen. God is not looking for you to be speaking in tongues or any of that. It's literally whatever you say, but you must confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. So I pray that you accept that prayer and that you say it and that you welcome Jesus into your life because he can do great things. He has literally changed my life in under a year and um i ain't going back okay period y'all can have culture culture can have y'all but you won't get your girl back okay period i know i i know i had went back to the game before before um this time i got saved because this ain't my first time being saved (laughs) um but this is my last time okay i'm not rededicating my life to christ because i'm not coming up out of it okay so um i just want you to try it you know don't let people be the reason why You don't come to Christ because they feel it should look a certain way or they feel you should be a certain way. I came to Christ smoking weed, having sex, turning up, um, cussing, lying, all these things. I came to Christ just like that. And God welcomed me with open arms and was happy to have me. And over the course of the year, because I got saved last July, um... God has molded me into who he has called me to be, and it does not look anything like it did when I first started. And that's the beauty of Christ. As you grow and glow, God is literally going to mold you into who he's created you to be. He's going to ask you to get rid of some stuff, some things that he doesn't want you to deal with anymore, some things that don't align with the will that he has for your life. And that's totally fine because you have to understand that what God takes is only because he has better for you. So. I am so happy to have given you the bus down on one day with the merch will go to um, supplying. It will literally be a resource for Black women to be able to receive assistance and all these great things. And even some stuff I'm planning on doing with the youth um, in my future that the Holy Spirit told me he wanted me to do. So I'm just excited because when the millions start rolling in. Y'all yeah, don't even know the doors that I'm finna to open for people like people who didn't even know it was going to be able to happen to them are going to start seeing miracle signs and wonder performed by God. And I'm going to be able to be a resource for people who have been praying for things in their life that they didn't even know that God was going to fulfill for them. So. I'm happy to be able to give you out a bust down on that, but also here to encourage you that if you get in your head and you second guess yourself, get out of your head. Do not allow the devil to play with your mind. Do not allow people in your life to make you feel as if you are um, doing something wrong, especially if you have been given instructions by God to be doing these things. Do not allow people to um, cause you to miss out on the things that God has for you because they feel as if you should be doing something else. Stop second-guessing yourself. It takes one jump for you to be able to change your life, and that's the thing about me. I might be scared, but I'm going to jump. <laughs> um, I might not know how it's going to go, and I might second-guess myself, but baby, it's getting put out. I'm going to do it, and um, I might wrestle with myself for a little bit, but I'm going to jump. The people who are never going to win are the ones who are playing it safe and never jump. The only way you succeed is if you jump, because honestly, there is no such thing as failing unless you quit. When you fall, when you jump and you fall, you get back up, dust yourself also, and you prepare yourself for the next jump. Then you are able to utilize what you learned in the previous season to go with you in the next season so that you don't make the same decisions and mistakes that you made in the previous season in this current season and that's how you grow it's a process but the ones who will never grow is the ones who are playing it safe by never jumping you will never know if something is meant for you or something is your biggest breakthrough if you never attempt it so in the words of steve harvey your parachute would never open if you never jump so This is your girl, Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalize. Until next time, I love you all and have a great, great night.